Today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel. We are holding uh, four or five lines from the bottom of Lamed Beis, Amud Beis. The Gemara introduces the following Machlokas Amaroyim. Yes, today's daf is going to be learned Le'ilu Nishmas David Ben Yosef. So we, we learned in the Mishnah that originally there seemed to have been, there was that if a person made, sent an agent to deliver a get, and then the husband decided that he wants to void the get, it would be, it would be within his capacity to void the get. And he said he just goes before Beistin. He doesn't have to actually go to the Shliach or go to the Isha to notify that they had, that he's voiding the get. Rav Shimon Gamliel, it says, came along because of the Takono, and it was Rav Gamliel, Rav Shimon Gamliel, uh, Rav uh, Gamliel came along and made a Takono that, no, that we need to notify the Shliach or notify the, uh, the, the Isha in order, if you want to avoid the get. So, the Gemara wants to know, before the Takono existed, when you want to vo- when you want to avoid the get, you had to go to someone to notify. You didn't have to go to the shliach. In, in front of how many people would you have to notify? Even before the takana of Rabban Gamliel, how would you, uh, in, uh, how, how how many people would you have to go before? And that's a machlokas. So let's sit inside. So itmar, it was stated, In front of how many people you mevatel before the takana? From Nachman Amar Bifnei Beis, you needed only two. Rav Sheshes Amar Bifnei Gimel, you needed three. You need a based it. So Rav Sheshes Amar Bifnei Gimel, based in Ketani. If you look at the Mishnah, it says that before the Takana, you would go before based in. So clearly from the Mishnah, it says before the Takana, you have to go based in. How much is based in? Based in is three. So that's, so that, that's, uh, that's, that's what, uh, that, that's a group sheshes. What does Rav Nachman hold? Rav Nachman says, Amar, Bifnei Beis, Lebei train Ami Beis in Kari Lohu. He's gonna show that there's precedent that we even in front of two sometimes is referred to as in front of based in. So that's, uh, Machlokas. So Amar Rav Nachman, no, Amin Allah, says Rav Nachman, how do I know that it's sufficient to have two. What's the proof that you have to have two? He says, because this non, we have, Rashi learns this is the same thing as Prusbal, that before Shemitah comes, if a creditor does not want to wipe that his debt, that, that, he's, is, is, that the, the IOUs, the money that is owed to him, should be wiped out because of Shemitah, he can give over the IOUs to Beistin. This way takes away the problem of Loyigos. Loyigos, you're not allowed to oppress the other person, well, if you're giving it over to based in, there's no violation of low egos, and therefore, the loans, they don't get wiped out. So it's called Masreini Shtaros Lebeistin. Rashi learns the same thing as Prisbul. Other Rishonim disagree. But nevertheless, that's what it's talking about over there. The Snan, we learned in the Mishnah, Masreini Lifnechem, that in the document that is written to show that he gave over his IOUs to based in, the following terminology is used. I'm, I'm transferring Lifnechem before you. Ploni, ploni, hadayonim. Ploni means Mr. and Mr. Who are the dayonim? So says Rav Nachman, what is it clear? Is that even if it's only two individuals, we can still refer to it as a Beisdin. Ploni, ploni, hadayonim. Chora, you see, it's not three. So therefore, it's ploni, ploni, hadayonim. Shavimokam ploni in a certain place. That's part of the, the text of the document of the, the, this transferal. 
So that's what Rav Nachman holds. What does Rav Shesha say? Rav Shesha says, listen, based in his three, you're asking me a kasha, so why is the Mishnah over there? Why does it only say ploni or ploni? It's because we're not dealing with peddlers that, that are selling perfumes. They have to go, and, and to you, and to you, and to you. They go over to, to multiple people. The Tana is just recording... Obviously, we all understand when he says Ploni, Ploni, that he's going to also have to say the third Ploni. But the Tana is not recording every single person that is being mentioned over here. We're not dealing with, with peddlers. So he says, because he says, <laughs> What he wanted to be considered like a peddler to go over and mention everybody that he's talking to. Obviously, it's referring to three. And Ploni, Ploni is just an indication of that you have to put the names of all the Dayonim. So you have no raya from there. Weiter. I'm Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, again, I'm going to support, bring a support to my contention that two people can still be referred to as a basin. It says, Menah, Minah, Lord, this time we learned in the Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Mesech Shvius, which talks about the Shemitah. Hadayonim chosmin lamata ohaedim. That at the bottom of the document that indicates that he gave over the, the IOUs to Bastin, it says either Dayonim can sign at the bottom, or you could have Adim. Now the fact that just juxtaposes Adim to Dayonim, Adim generally we know is two, so therefore it must be the Dayonim also only has to have two to be called Dayonim. So my love, Dayonim Dumya de Adim, and my Adim Ishnayim, Av Dayonim Shnayim. So just as the Adim is two, so the Dayonim referred to as the basin is all the basin of two. So Rav Shesha says, Mida area, what's the comparison? The fact that it juxtaposes it doesn't mean that they have the same uh halachas and therefore Hakadis of Hakadis so each one on its own standing. Dayonim require two names, Bastin will require I mean I'm sorry, Adim will require two names, but if it's Dayonim it'll require where they have to do they have to, as a Bastin could be that it requires three. You have no raya from here that a Bastin is a Bastin with only two. So now Gemara as tangentially wants to know what's the novelty? Why do you have to tell me that either you could sign as Adim, or you could sign as Dayonim. Obviously, if you can sign as Adim, which is only two, so then what's the Chiddush that it has to tell me that you can sign as Dayonim? The one wants to know, why does it have to tell me both? This is the, that, or whatever, that <coughs> document that shows the transferal. So, even if it's not, even if it's not, Lamaisa, the more understands, is that uh, it, it, the, the fact that it says that that uh, that, that and they're two, the Adim separately than Dayonim, and, and one has no bearing on the other, the Chorah, but, it, but we do understand that if you can get away with having two signatures on it, so why does it tell me that you have to have, if it's a basin, after three? You can have it as, as Adim and have only two. So, Lama Lilamitna Dayonim, Lama Lilamitna Adim, why do you have to have both? If it works with Adim, then for sure it works with Dayonim. It's telling you you can interchange the language. It's not considered to be a faulty document. It means like this. This is the way Rashi learns it. Even if the body of the text says that this was done in front of Dayonim, and at the bottom wasn't signed the Dayonim, but was signed Ploni Ploni Aid, that's okay. It's all right. And it's not a problem that in the body of the text was written and this was done before Adam and yet at the bottom you don't have Adam signed. It says, 
Ploni or Ploni or Ploni Dayonim, that's not considered to be a faulty get. That's the Kiddush of juxtaposing and putting it together both Dayonim and Aidim. So would be fine as well. Okay, so basically we have this large scale machlokas here between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis is that if before the Takona of Rav and Gamliel, which made it clear that you have to notify either the Isha or the Shlichim, where you are allowed to void Shiloh, not in front of the Shliach, not in front of the Isha, what was required to void? Was it required in front of uh, two? Or was it required in front of three? That's the Machlok that we're leaving with. We'll see maybe at the end of today's stop we'll come to some closure as to what the Halach is. Now, the Mishnah wasn't clear. All it said was, why did Rabban Gamliel establish this enactment? Because of Tikkun Olam. The one wants to know, what exactly is the Tikkun Olam? How is this better for society? What is the Tikkun Olam? So the says like this, so my tikkun olam, my mipnei tikkun olam. So Rabbi Yechonon Amar mipnei takonas mamzerim. He says very simple: if the husband is voiding it and the woman does not find out, she thinks that when she received the get, the get is a valid get, not knowing that it was voided. What's going to end up happening? She can remarry, have children, and those children are mamzerim. So it's a betterment for society to prevent mamzerim. That's Rabbi Yechonon. Therefore, we don't allow what again? We don't allow him to void it unless it's, she not- she's being notified or the shliach is notified. He says the problem is takonas agunos. Now, there's many different interpretations in the Rishonim what takonas agunos are. Rashi seems to indicate that the issue is as follows. Rashi indicates is that that there are times that the husband is uh, does not uh, he just wants to bother her. He sends a shliach and then he voids it. But it doesn't really mean to void it. Or maybe he does with it. It's not clear. And therefore, it could come out a situation where she might hear that it was voided, but not know, was it really voided with the right intent, or was he only trying to bother her? And that would create a problem. Then she's not, she doesn't know, am I allowed to get married? Am I not allowed to get married? And it creates a situation where she's in this no man's land, which is like in Aguna. Can I get married? Can I not get married? The way, says, uh, the way uh, Rachel Lager says, the Rabbi Gamliel fixed that, is that in order to show that he really means to do it, what does he have to do? He has to either notify... The shliach, or he has to notify the isha. Then we have no questions as to the veracity of the voiding. But if he doesn't do it in front of them, then we can't take it. We don't know for sure, and therefore, under such circumstances, we don't deal. We won't. We won't deal with it as a as, as a genuine attempt to void the the thing. Okay. So says the Gemara like this: Is that this machlokus between Rav Yochanan and his brother-in-law Reish Lokish? Is the reason because of Takanas Mamzerim? Or is the reason because we don't want her to hear about it and be uncertain whether or not she can get mad? Other Rishonim learn is that she'll hear that it was void, but she won't know. Was it before she received the get? Or was it after she received the get? It's going to create this confusion in her mind. So in order to make that uh, confusion go away, is that she needs to be notified either directly or the Shlitman has been notified directly, is really based on the earlier machlokus between Rabbi Gamliel and, um, I'm sorry, Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis, whether or not you need to have the notification be done in front of three or in front of two. How so? So says 
the Gemara like this. Listen to the, listen to the, the, the Cheshman. According to Rabbi Yochanan, the problem is that she might not hear about it. She might not hear about it, so what's the problem? Yeah, it was voided, she won't hear about it. She'll think she's no longer an Aisha's ish. You're going to have little Mamzerim running around. He says he holds, Rav Yochanan holds, that the reason, that, that he holds like Rav, she, like, like, Rav, uh, like Rav Nachman, is that you don't have to void. In order to void, you don't have to void in front of three. You only have to void in front of two. And since in front of two, he doesn't have that much of a call. And people, many people will not find out about it. Since many people will not find out about it, there's a concern that was. She's going to get remarried. That's why it's a problem of Mamzerus. Ask Taitzvah. He says, I understand. So they make the Takana do it in front of three. <laughs> why make the Takana? I can't void. Why don't you just make the Takana if you're only worried about Mamzerus and the problem is cold, then make it in front of three. So Taitzvah says that he holds of both. He holds the problem is both because of Mamzerus and because of Agunos. Therefore, it wouldn't help. But nevertheless, the Gemara is saying is that since he holds that, that you have to worry about Mamzerus, he holds it because it could be, technically it could be void in front of two, and she won't hear about it. Reish Lakish holds, there's no problem, because he holds it has to be done in front of three. So she's always going to hear about it, because there is a call. Well, there's no problem of Mamzerus, but there's another problem, that she's not going to be certain as to, was he doing it to bother or not doing it to bother or when did it actually happen? Was it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the afternoon? It's not going to be clear. It's going to keep her as an aguna. Therefore, what? It, therefore, it has to be done. No, therefore, it has to be done directly to the shliach, but directly to... That's why Rabbi Gamliel made the takana. The question is, why they made the ring for the takana? Is it because of Mamzerus, because he takals before the takana, he could do two? Or is the reason because of Agunas, because he holds that before the takana, it still had to be three? That's what the Gemara is explaining. Let's see it inside. So, Yechon and Amar Mipnei Takonas Mamzerim, Savalak Rav Nachman, the Amar Mipnei Shnayim, Ube Trey Lays Lakala, and in front of two, it, she's not going to hear about it. She's not going to be hear about it, you talk, you have a problem, Mamzerus. Vehila Shama Valoy Yodav, Azla Mintzavash, she's going to hear about it, and not hear about it, not know, she's going to get married. Vehikim Mamzerim, you're going to have little Mamzerim running around. Reish Lakish holds, there's no problem, Mamzerim, because there is a call. She will hear about it. Why will she hear about it? Because it was done in front of three. So, what's the problem? The problem the problem is that she's not going to be sure about the veracity of it. And therefore, three, even three is not a problem. Therefore, the takana is, you have to go directly to her, to the shliach. So, Reish Lakish Amar, Bifnei Takanas Agunos. Savalok Rabsheshes, he holds like Rabsheshes, Tamar Bifnei Gimbal. Ubeit Lose Isla Kala, Veshama Veyodo. But was still the Lone Ninsava. But she's still not, uh, and she won't get married, but she won't be sure, was it for sure or not. It's going to leave in a status of uncertainty, like an Aguna. So, therefore, Takunas. The problem is Takonas Agunos, and to avoid Takonas Agunos, what did Rabbi Gamliel establish? That you have to go directly to the Shliach or directly to the Isha, and you won't have that problem. Okay, let's go back to it. Here comes a fascinating Machlokas. So we have that Rabbi Gamliel made a Takona, is that you cannot void on your own, whether it be in front of two or in front of three, you can no longer go with that. You have to go directly to the shliach, directly to the isha. The shail is, what happens if someone violated the takona and did void it in, uh, without going to the shliach or to the isha, whether they did it in two, depending on the respective shitas, in front of two adim, in front of three shayonim, he did it. What is the status of that get? 
Satan Rabbanon, Bitloi Mavutal, Tivari Rebbe. Rebbe said, tremendous Chiddush. He says, even though there's a Takana that you shouldn't do it, it's only a Takana that based in should not allow a person to do it. But if the person did it anyway, the get's been voided. He says, no, the Takara makes it is that your bittel is not a good bittel. You cannot be mavatel. And the second thing he says that you're not able to do, if there are any stipulations that were made, let's say the person made a stipulation that I'm giving this get to the Isha Almanas that she gives me $10,000. And the get's been sent off. And then you bring uh, three other Dayan and say, you know what, I've changed my mind. Instead of making uh, $10,000, I want to make it $20,000. You can't do that either. Not so There's two things. You can't void it unless you actually catch up with the Shliach or go directly to the Isha. The other thing he says you're not able to do is you're not allowed to change or modify any of the stipulations that were made at the time that you sent off the Shliach. So those two things that Rav Shimon Gamliel hold. We're now, there's actually Machlokas Tanoi Arishonim whether Rebbe disagrees with the second point. I'm not going to get into that. The only issue we're really concerned about over here is that Rebbe holds that if you violated the Takana, you actually void, it's a good Beit Whereas according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, he says that if you violated Rabbi Gamliel's Takana, your, viol, your, 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 your attempt to void is not effective. The get will still be a good get. So, and he says the reason is, Sheim Kain, Makar, Beistin, Yofer. Because otherwise, what power have you invested in Beistin? Rabban Gamliel and his Beistin came along and said that you cannot void anymore until you go to the Shliach. Or you can go to the Isha. And comes along Rebbe and says, but if you did it, it works. So then, you basically undermine the Koach of Beistin. And therefore, if Rabban Gamliel said that you cannot void Unless it's bifnei shliach bifnei aisha, what that's telling you that what that even if you try and do it, if you try to void even in front of three or in front of two, it's not considered to be a valid voiding of the get, and the get will go through anyway, right? Okay. So it says him like this. Sigmar says a a a, 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 a very important yesodia, and we've had this a number of times in shas. Big Rashi here that brings down the two two sheets that this is this is really a shasugya the the magidish year in Eon have have a field day here but what, basically what the Gemara is going to ask is this think about this this is unbelievable minat Torah before the takon of Rabban Gamliel a person sends a get to his wife who's an Ashes ish and then he changes his mind and he gets three day on him and he says. I'm being mevatel it, right? Minat Torah, what's the din? She's still an Ashes ish. The gets bottle, she's an Ashes ish. Comes along Rabban Gamliel and is based in what do they say? We don't accept the voiding. The voiding doesn't work. And what's the halacha? She now is no longer an Ashes ish. Ask her, how does that work? What are the mechanics? How does it work that the Torah says, Minat Torah, the mechanics are there, that she is still an Aishas Ish. And Rabban Gamliel comes along and says, no, she's no longer an Aishas Ish. The get's a good get. How could he say the get's a good get if the Torah says the get's not a good get? Right? Everybody here? That's the question. So says the Gemara, Mi ikamidi, is it possible the midiraisa bottle gita that the voiding of the get is a good, uh, a good voiding and she's still an Aishas Ish. 
And because you're concerned about, oh, how's it going to look? What's the power of Bastin? If they say you shouldn't do it and it, and, and it still works, people are going to say that's a weak Bastin. That's, so therefore, Sharin and Ishlaama, because of that, you're going to say, no, no, she's allowed to get married. The get is a good get that she's no longer an Ashes Ish. The Torah is telling you she's still an Ashes Ish. It was voided. And because of Makar Bastin Yavin, you're telling me she's no longer an Ashes Ish. How does that work? <coughs> says the Gemara, in. Yes, it does work. Because call the Mekadish, Adaita de Rabbana Mekadish. Because anybody that gets married, gets married based on the approval of the Chachamim. That's, well, that, that's the terminology that we say, that Agarad Mekadish, Aldas, Yisrael. Now at this point, it could be the Gemara didn't know, realize it's based on that terminology. But the Gemara is assuming it's based on the approval of Beistin. And if the Chachamim don't approve, when won't they approve? They won't approve if you try to void it. Listen to this. Unbelievable. I'm going to learn. There's many ways different. But if you try and void it, Shalom, it can negate the Takana of Rabban Gamliel. Because he said, don't void it that way. And you try to void it that way. So what you are trying to do is still make her an Ashes Ish. The Rachamim one up you. What is it? We say she's not going to be an Ashes anymore. Not because the get will be a good get. What they actually do is they revoke the Kedushan from the beginning and therefore she's Ashes Ish. This is the way Rashi learns it. And therefore she's no longer an Ashes. So you want to still make an Ashes Ish. That's not, we don't, you don't have our approval for the original Harad Mekadeshesli, and therefore she's no longer an Aisha's Ish. Some, so there's different ways of learning, but that's the way Rashi seems to learn the mechanics. So retroactively, it comes out that you are no longer married. So, uh, so it says the Gemara like this. One second. So let's analyze. How do you do that? So Gemara at this point assumed, we know throughout Shas, there is a Koch of Hefker based in Hefker. That they can say that something that you thought you own, you don't own. So Gemara says, that could work for Kedushin too. When you give a Kesev, you give her the ring, they could say, you are giving it the shame Kedushin as the owner. We revoke your ownership on it, over it. We said, the woman has it as a matono, not as Kesef Kedushin, and it comes out, you're not Mekudeshis. But that could only work in Kesef. Mm-hmm. What about in the case of Bia? What are you revoking? There's no Kesef there. So the Chorah, how's it going to work in case of Gerenim? Shtar is also, the more discussed, could they say that the Zenkashi could have been with Shtar? But how does it work? What, there's nothing to be mafkir. Where's no kesef to be mafkir? So one says like this. So Amale Ravina Ravashi Tainach. This works good because the Kaddish bekaspo, but Kaddish bebia my ikel Memar, What are you going to say? How are you going to say that we revoke the kedushin as if it never existed? There's no money to be mafkir based on what mechanics. Sigmar says, Shag Rabban will be lost be listeners. It's not because of Hefker based in Hefker. It's because of that clause or that implicit clause that called the Makadish al Das Chachamakadish. So therefore they have the capacity to say, We are now revoking the marriage that was based on our ex- a- 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 acquiescence. We don't agree anymore. And that's how it works. And that works whether it's Kesav, whether it's Star, whether it's Beer, so therefore she's Ainam and Kudeshis. There's a, there's a, a slew of questions over here. Rabbi Kiva Eger has a, 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 a lot of questions. One of the questions they bring up over here, so why is it, like we say that if a person violates an, an Isser Malkus, 
Right, he marries a woman, or Cohen marries a Grusha, or whatever. Why don't we always say, in those cases, say that, that you, do, obviously the Chachamim don't want that to happen, so the Chachamim don't want it to happen. So why don't we say, the Avkina Rabbana Kedusha When do they say it? When they don't say it, this needs, obviously the parameters of this is, 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 is not partial. The other Kasha they bring up here is an unbelievable Kasha. He says, how do you ever execute a person for committing adultery? He says, what? Yechachamim wanted that to happen. A woman, a marriage that the woman committed adultery, they wanted to happen. So that should be the ultimate case. Yechachamim, a mafkir, the kedushin, as if it never happened. So how do you ever ex- execute anybody for adultery? Oh. Right? These are questions that are... Her act. Her act, it's right? Here, it's his act. Okay, I mean, well, what's the difference? I mean, the way it works is that if they don't, they approve, they don't approve of the marriage, they revoke it. They never did after the what's that? They never did after They're doing it here. It's killing Oh, in terms of executing? Right, so that's a question, meaning, and a chanami. That's, uh, that's, but these are all the questions that are discussed over here. Yeah, I'm sort of talking about Brera. Uh, no, no, not really. It's not a Brera issue. It's not going to be Brera, but uh, it's not really Brera. All right. What about all her kids that she had? Illegitimate. No, they're not. They're not illegitimate because mamzerim is different no, than the. They're just a, st- a stigma of of. Uh, there are others that learn that the way it works is mikana lahaba, not lamafreya. She's not married now, but not that she wasn't married then. Okay, it's the mechanics of that. You have to understand how that works. But uh, there's a lot to be said over here. Let's go weiter. But so far, what we have come out with is that we have one machlokus between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis as to whether or not you have to do it in front of three or you have to do one of t- in front of two. We have one machlokus, Rav Yochanan Shlokish, why there is a... Takana, is it because of Hashash Mamzerus or is it because of Takana Sagunos? We have a Machlokes Tanoyim between Rebbe and Rav Shimon Gamliel. If a person in Botlo is it Mavutal or is it Eina Mavutal? If you violate a Takana from Gamliel, is it Botlo or Mavutal? Let's move on so far. Let's go right. Tan Rabbonin. Amar La Soro. Person said to two pe- ten people, Kis get le ishti. So the way Rashi explains, he said, I tell, tell ten, ten people uh, uh, that I want uh, all ten of you to be involved in writing. Because obviously not all of you are going to write it. One write, but ten are my, my agents to deliver the get. Right? I'm making ten of you my agents to deliver the get. So, question is like this. Rebbe says, you can pull two aside and you can say, I'm, I'm voiding it for the two of you. For the two of you, it's void. Meaning that uh, the two of you cannot be the shlichim. So Rebbe says it's not a problem. We're going to get into what the issues are in a moment. If you want to evatel the two, you have to do it in front of all ten. You cannot be mevatel the two unless all ten are there. He's trying to mavatel again, in our case. What's he trying to do? Yeah, he's basically but mavatel again. Let's go with the sheet of the mavatel l'shlichus. Remember we had that yesterday. But he's saying two of you, it's voided for. So therefore, according to Rebbe, not a problem. According to Rav Shimon Gamliel, no. If you want to void it for the two, you have to do it in front of all ten. Now, what's the machlokus here? So, but my kamiflagi, what are they arguing about? So says the Gemara, They're arguing about a edus that part of it is bottled. Does it affect the, uh, the entire, the, uh, the, all of them? If you have a part, does it infect all of them? Now it's a borrowed term, 
as the, the, the Rishonim speak out. In Masechah's Makos, we have a concept of Eid Shabbat Miksos Abad Lakula. If anyone has ever been an aide at a Chasna, the, 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 uh, the Rav, who is being Makadish, will tell the Adim, saying is that you have been designated as the Adim to the exclusion of everybody here. The reason he does that, because the Gemara says in Masechah's Makos, is that if you have uh, a group of Adim that testify, and part of them are found out to be puzzle, it, dis- it disqualifies the entire group. Because Adim Shabbat Mitzvah Shabbat Lakula. So think about it. You're at a wedding, you have two Adim, and you've got 300 relatives, everybody's watching the wedding. If everybody was considered like one group of Adus, it would be disqualified. So what is the Rav, the, 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 have to do? He has to say is, I'm excluding everybody here from the Aiders. This is the group. You too. And this way, you don't have the problem of Aiders, about the Mikhtas, about Lakul. So says the Rishon, that's not the argument of you. Everybody holds that. But it's a borrowed term. What's the issue over here? The issue is like this. Is that according to Rebbe, he holds that if you appointed, I want all ten of you to be the shlichim, <coughs> and now you want and negate the two, you can negate the two, it doesn't affect the other eight. By negating the two, it doesn't mean that you're affecting the other eight. So therefore, there's no problem, it doesn't affect the takona of Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel's takona is that if you want to be mevatel, a get, it has to be directly telling the shliach, or telling the Isha. Now here, by knocking off the two, you're not being mevatel the get, because the other eight can go ahead and deliver, and there's no problem, it'll be a kosher get. So says Rebbe, it's okay to knock off the two, and you don't need to have the other eight there when you do it. That's according to Rebbe. According to uh, Rav Shimon Megamlil, he says, when you negate it for the two, ostensibly you're saying you're voiding the get. If you're doing that, according to the Takana, this would be a violation of Rabban Gamliel. The only way not to avoid violating the Takana of Rabban Gamliel, what do you have to do? If you're going to be voiding it for the two, you have to have everybody there. This way, you're fulfilling the Takana of Rabban Gamliel, that when you void a get, all the agents are being notified about it. So that's the Machlok, there's going to be two versions. But according to this version, we're worried about the Takon of Rabban Gamliel. According to Rebbe, there's no problem, because voiding it for the two doesn't affect the other eight. The other eight can do it, still kosher get. According to Shem Gamliel, voiding the two would be voiding the get, because you can't use any of them. So therefore, the only way you can void it is if what? Oh. All of them have to be present. That's the first version. Let's see it inside. So it says it more like this. So for my kamifligi, the Eidus Shabbat Lemitzasa, but Lekulu kamifligi. Rebbe Sava, Rebbe's of the opinion that Eidus Shabbat Lemitzasa, that if you have ten that you wanted to use as shlichim and you told two of them that you are voiding them, lie but Lekulu. It is not considered to be a negation of the entire Eidus, and therefore the Ai Azli Hanach, and if the remaining eight go, Kosvi right. The Yavi and give the get. So let them go give, write it and give it. There's no problem. It's a kosher get because the negation of the two does not violate, does not neg- does not void the get. It's kosher. It's good. You're not in vi- and therefore you're not in violation of Rabban Gamliel. You, it's, it's okay to do. And Rabban Gamliel holds. Rabban Gamliel saw but Eidus Shabbat Lekula. 
by voiding it for the two. You've also negated the other eight. And therefore, Hanach Yodi. If you only told the two without notifying the other eight, those other eight will not know. For us, with the cause for the Yavi. And they're going to go and write it anyway and give it. And the mice that were not empowered to do it because it was bottle. The Sharu Ashes Ishla Alma. And they now would have disqualified, have, have permitted an Ashes Ish to go to the world because they would think it's a good get when, uh, when it was not a good get because it was bottle. And therefore, that would be in violation of the Takana of Rav and Gamliel. So what do you have to do if you're Mavatal it for two? What do you have to do? You have to do it in front of all ten. Only works not according to Rebbe. Only according to Jewish Well, either way, I mean, if you did a bit of ever, what would happen? That's, 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 uh, that, 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 that would be the Machlokas Rebbe and, 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 and we had before uh, Rebbe and, and Rav Gamliel. Now, Ebois, Ema, and we are going in the sheet of Shem Gamliel himself. So therefore, so we have here, this is a second machlokus between Rebbe and Rav Shem Gamliel. The first one was, Ebatl Mavutl, Ebatl Mavutl. Here we have, Ebatl for two, does it, do you have to do it in front of the other eight or not? <coughs> Excuse me. So this is, well, we just had here one interpretation, and it hinges on, are you in violation of the Takana of Rav and Gamliel or not? Second version, Ebois, Ema, like this. Everyone holds, like we said in Rebbe before, if you negate it in front of the two, it really doesn't affect the other eight. That's not the Shiloh. And therefore, technically, if you told the two, it wouldn't affect the other eight. So there's no violation of the Takon of Rabban Gamliel. So what's the problem? Why does... So Rebbe makes sense. Rebbe says, so therefore you can knock off the two. The other eight are fine. You did okay. Why does Rabban, why does Rabban, uh, Rabban Shemim Gamliel still require, if you want to knock it off for the two, it has to be done in front of the old ten, in the other ten. Another reason. Another reason. So what's the reason? Vahacha... The reason of Shem Gamliel is as follows. He holds in the mechanics of Shlichus that if you established a, a, a Shlichus in front of ten, to void it, any part of it, it has to be done with all ten there. It's, a, it's the mechanics of Shlichus that require there. To even avoid it for the two, Technically right. If you want to knock off the two, you can knock off the two. It doesn't affect the other eight. But as part of the mechanics of shlichus, if you want to knock off any part of the shlichus, it can only be done if what? All ten. All ten have to be be there. So it's not a It's got nothing to do with violating the takana of Rabban Gamliel. Because Rabban Gamliel's takana is not going to be problematic. Because knocking off the two doesn't affect the eight. But in order to be effective to knock off the two... That's what Rav and Gamaliel is coming, Shem and Gamaliel is saying. If you want to knock off the two, you have to have the other eight there. Not because of any Isser or anything like that. But in terms of the voiding of the two, you need everyone present. Because when you do a Shlichus in front of ten, to avoid any part of it, all of them have to be there. So therefore... Is it like a No, it's, it's a mechanic. The fact that I had ten here means I'm giving... I'm, 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 I'm telling you that this has got the power of a shlichas of ten and any part to be knocked off require all of you there. How the mechanics of it works we could, you could think about. But that's, that's the way it is. So basically it comes out there's two versions here. In the first version Rebbe doesn't change. You can tell the two the other eight are fine no problem do it. What's the two versions of, in, in Rav Shem Gamliel makes a difference. In the first version is, is that if 
you tell the two, you're knocking off the other eight. You're in violation of the of the takon of Rabbi Gamliel. You have to have everybody there if you're going to do it. According to the second version, no, knocking off the two would not affect the eight. But the question is, is it valid to knock off the two without the other ten there, uh, without the other eight there? And according to the second version, you need to have all of them just to knock off the two. You need to have them all there. That's the second version. Says the Moravaitu. The one is going to raise a halacha, uh, a halachic shaila, and it's going to, de- it's going to be dependent on how we pass, and based on the two versions that we just said before. See, boilahu. The Bnei Yeshiva had the following shaila. What's the shaila? Kulchem mahu. The person when he, avo- when he, when he appointed the, 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 the ten, right now we think it's the same case as before, the ten, uh, uh, people to write and, uh, to, 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 to write and deliver the get, if he told them, but he used the words, he didn't just say, you should do it. He said, all of you should do it. Using the word of kulchem, he's uniting them. Kulchem, mahu. What's the din? So the question is going to be there, what if he wants the mevatel part of the shlichus? So says the Gemara, time of the Rabbi Gamliel, if the reason for Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is that Mishum de Kastavra Eid Shabbat Lutzazabat Lakula, like the first version, that the problem was that if you knock off part, you've knocked off all, and therefore Eid Shabbat Lutzazabat Lakula, Sivahani, and in this case, Kemadam Lakulchem, for sure if you use the lotion of Kulchem, so here you have a situation, it's understood. When you use lotion of Kulchem, they have to go as a group. So therefore, in order for the, the get to be successfully delivered, all ten of them have to deliver. So when you knocked off two, according to this, according to this version of Shai, it's not a problem. Because what are you worried about? The other eight might go ahead and do it. The other eight cannot do it because they know since you used the word Kulchem, so they, and the other two are not there, they can't deliver it. So there would be no problem violating the Takon of Rabbi Gamliel. In the case we had before, we never used the word Kulchem. If you knocked off the two, it knocks off the eight. The other eight don't know. They're going to do it on their own. A violation, you have to do it in front of the other eight. Here you can void the two without the other eight being there. Why? Because it's voiding the whole thing. But it's not a problem because the other eight cannot deliver it because since you use the word kolchem, they're not going to be able to deliver it unless all ten are there. They won't deliver it. So therefore, according to this version, kolchem would work to knock off the two, knock off the ten, and you're not in violation of the takana. You don't have to have them all there because they're not going to be able to deliver it unless they're all there. And they won't all be there because you just knocked off two of them. So therefore, according to this, it would be okay to do it because you would say, and they won't be able to deliver it. There's no problem. Vahani, in this case, that came with Amr Kulchem, since you used the word Kulchem, they're not going to be able to write and deliver it unless all ten are there. No problem. Knock off the two. They avoided the get it's fine. According to that version, or perhaps, time of Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Shem Gamliel's reasoning is like the second reason. That any time you have a shlichus uh, that's done in front of ten shlichim, you have ten agents that have been appointed, in order to negate any part of it, need you need all ten over there. So here, <laughs> even if you use the word kolchem, it's still, unless you have all ten there, it's not going to be negating it, just because you told the 
two. So therefore, it won't be a valid negation of the two unless all ten are there, even if you use the word kulcham. And therefore, what you did is going to be is immaterial. According to the first version, what you did is great. It works. It knocks off all the other eight as well. And there's no violation because you used the word kulcham. According to the second version, what you did doesn't work because you need all ten there because part of the din of shlichus, if you did in front of ten to negate it, you need all ten are there. Okay, let's go weiter. So Gemara wants to bring a raya for this case of Kulchem. Like, is it like, do we, does it go like, the understanding of Shem Gamaliel is like the first version, or is the understanding of Shem Gamaliel like the second version? Toshima, come and listen. Amar Lishnayim. If a person told two people, Tnu get ishti, I want you to give a get to my wife. Alright? Yochel levato zeh shalobifnei zeh. Let's say he told it to two people, and then he pulls one aside. And he tells one, he says, I'm voiding the get. In front of one. Right? He's able to do it. Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe says that works, that's fine. And it, it's not a problem. Now, according to Rebbe, we have no issues. Because he all's Eid Shabbat Lemitzasa is only, it's Lobat Lakula. It doesn't affect them. But according to Rebbe, you could do that. Rav Shemin Gamliel Omer, Eina Yochel Levato. You can only do it if both are there. If you want to tell one it's void, you have to make sure the other one's there. You cannot do it any other way. Alright, now. Uh, uh, so, so now, how do we understand this? Vaha, uh, says the Gemara, in this case, Lishnayim, uh, in the case where there's two, the It's the same as the case of Kulchem. Why is the case where you only have two the same as the case of Kulchem? Because in this case, the Gemara's understanding, you're telling two that they should write and, and, and they should sign and deliver it, is that L'chorah, it's a case of Kulchem, because they're not able to sign one without the other. So in order for it to be, for them to write and sign it and deliver it, they both have to do it. So therefore, telling one is ostensibly basically saying is that the other one is not going to be able to do without you. Right? That, that's what the same thing So It's like the case of Kulchem. The case of Kulchem, they've got to do it together. So if you, if, if you have, you, again, like Rev, you negate part of them, you have nothing to worry about because the others are not going to be able to do it without all of them there. So if you negate part, you've negated the, them all. So the case of telling two is similar to the case of the case of Kulchem. Everyone understand why? Because what are you worried about? You only told one without the other one there. But if you told one without the other one, the other one can't do it. What are you worried? He's going to go do it without realizing? He can't do it without the other one because you need both signatures. So therefore, it's not going to work. So therefore, it's the same as the case of Kulchem. Nevertheless, we see over here, we see that, that, that Rashim and Gamlil disagrees. He says that you have to have them both there. And Pligia, nevertheless, they argue. Now, let's understand, why would Rav Shimon Gamliel be arguing over here? If the shot in Rav Shimon Gamliel was, because you're worried about the Takana of Rav Gamliel, that if I told the two, the other eight are going to go ahead and do it, so by Kulchem you never had that problem. So in the Kulchem you couldn't negate the two without having the other eight. So that's what they But if the problem with Gamliel is that anytime you appoint a group, you can only mevatel if the whole group is there. So now let's take a look over here. Two Adam you're instructing to sign. 
We understand right now what you're telling them is to sign and deliver it. Now, they cannot sign without them both doing it. So now you negated one. So now what's the problem? If the problem was, is that you're worried that I'm going to act independently of the other, there's no problem with that over here. Why does Rabbi Gamliel do So you see the reason for Rabbi Gamliel, it's not because he's worried that one is going to act independently of the other. What we're worried about over here is that you cannot negate, if you've appointed two at one time, negation can only occur with both of them present, which is like the second version of Rabbi Gamaliel, of Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, not the first version. So this proves that the reason why Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel holds is that when you tell two, you have to notify the other eight, is not because of the Takona of Rabbi Gamaliel, that we're they're going to act independently, it's because you cannot negate the two unless you have everybody there. The same way as you cannot negate the one without having the other person there. Because there's no problem over here that he's going to act independently, because he can't act independently. The you need both Why? people because you have to have both of them signing and, the, and the ten two people can do it and eight people don't need to be there that's why I'm saying you, they can't act independently you need two people on the get a minimum that's why in the case of the get they could act independently it would be able to work independently other than the fact that it would all be voided they could have done it because they can do it on the eight without having all ten there technically the right uh-huh. so it says it more like this so Amar Ravashi Ravashi says it's not a proof why is it not a proof is because, you, who says we're talking about the two that are signing, the Eidek Who says when he's told the two, we're talking about Eidek Siva? E Eidek Siva then you'd have a good proof. But we're not dealing, it could be that this case in the Brisa, he's talking about the Eidem Esira. Eidem Esira, one can work independently of the other one. When it says, Eidek Siva Achinami, Badach Mayaskinan, Be'edei Halacha, the ones that are just being instructed to be Shluchim to deliver. And therefore it could be over here, you still have the problem of the Takon of Rabban Gamliel. You're voiding in front of one, the other one doesn't need the first one technically. So therefore that could be what Rabban Gamliel, that why Rabbi Shemir Gamliel holds over here, unless they're both there. Because he is worried about the Takona of Rabbi Gamliel. The other one's going to not know, and it has all, you mevatel one, you mevatel it all. He doesn't know that that's happened. That's why he requires them both to be there. You have no problem. It is logical to assume that the Pshat is that we're not dealing with Eidek Siva here, and we are dealing with Eidem Asira. What's the proof? Tektani say, because look at the second part of the Brisa. What does it say? It says, Let's say you did tell them both. But what happened was, the instruction happened independently. You didn't tell them as a group. I told one guy that I want you to give a get to my wife. And I told the second guy separately, I want you to give a get to my wife. means you did not appoint them together. You appointed them independently. So then it says, Then it's no problem. You can mevatel one without the other. Now let's understand this. If we're talking about that the shlichos is dealing with it to deliver. So we understand this works out very good. Because since they weren't as a group, they were separate. So there's no problem. Because even if you mevatel one, the other one is allowed to act independently. There's no problem. Because being voiding him is not affecting voiding the other one and that's why we understand it makes a difference but Shapir 
says the Gemara like this. One second, but, but Eid Siva, you have a problem. In order to have Eid Siva, the Gemara is assuming right now, you have to appoint two people to sign together. You can't have them working independently. One guy can't be appointed to sign, go away, and another one come. The Allah is they both have to be appointed together and sign. So how could the case have been that you appointed them individually? Clearly, we're not talking about Eid A. Ksiva over here, we have to be dealing with Eid Asira. Ela'i Ahmad, the Eid Ksiva, Mimet Starfi, would they be able to join the signatures together even though they were appointed uh, individually and they weren't signing together? Hamar Mar, the Allah is, the Brizer says, Ain Eidusan Mitzarefes, that you cannot combine the Eidus of the signatories. They both have to be there seeing each one sign. So obviously we're talking about Eid and Eksiva. Say the one, it's not such a good raya because there is a Tana that disagrees with that. This bride could be going like the opinion of Shubin Korkach. Even by signatures, one can sign without the other one being there. So it's not such a great raya that it has to be Eid and Eksiva because it could be talking about Eid and they could be hired, uh, they could be appointed individually as well. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Did we once talk about what